Greetings, dear friends. Every time we are very happy to see you on Alatra TV India. How will the relationships in business and in other spheres change if all the eight foundations of the Creative Society are implemented? So we continue our series of creative enterprise to find out about the Creative Society from the perspective of entrepreneurs. This broadcast is conducted within the Creative Society project initiated by people and for people. And now we are on our first informational stage. And here we would like to hear opinion of every person on the topic of the Creative Society, how a society of happy people looks like for each person. That's what we want to know. And uh, nowadays, all humanity can be united by one goal, to create to build a society which humanity deserves. To know more about Creative Society Project, please visit our website, alatreunites.com. And welcome to our broadcast. My name is Tatiana, and my wonderful co-host is Kusum Kanwar. And we're always very happy to see her, you, my, my dear co-host, uh, uh, during our broadcast. And Ms. Kusum Kanwar is a founder of Adapt Skill, president of WEE, IMSME, Maharashtra State, global ambassador of GCPIT. And she is also a national co-committee member for APRA, Association primary education and research. Welcome, Ms. Kosum. Thank you, thank you. Greetings to your friends and namaste. Every time we are very happy to meet everyone on Alata TV India. So uh, today we are going to have, uh, uh, you know, a bit, uh, and thank you so much, Tatiana. I always feel very happy to co-host um, the Creative Enterprise broadcast with you. It is such a pleasure to be with your gorgeous smile, as I always say, and the kind and the sweet lady that you are. So friends, Tatiana is a college teacher teaching English. The most important part of her is being a proud Alatra Unites volunteer, spreading the eight foundations of the Creative Society. Thank you. And my huge gratitude to all Creative Society volunteers for the commitment for humanity. It is very inspiring to see the enormous volunteer work done by all volunteers across the world in more than 180 countries. Alina, Olga, Anna, and uh, Anya, Tatiana, and the technical support team for always bringing the world closer and making it so cheerful and joyous creative society that we all can create together. What a remarkable video we just witnessed, uniting all the countries in the world. I'm truly privileged and grateful to be a part of the Creative Society project. In sync with CIMSME, that's Confederation of Indian Micro and Small Medium Enterprises, we bring together this broadcast as like-minded partners in the Creative Society, working for humanity, for creative enterprise and business section. Center of Excellence for Innovation, Incubation and Entrepreneurship. Units of International Council of Technology, Management and Applied Engineering, India. And GCPIT, that's Global Council Promoting International Trade. And I'm a proud and privileged Global Ambassador, which is a flagship initiative by CIMSME and GCPIT. We have a strong belief in the mission articulated by our founder and director, Santosh Kanesh, which is to empower, collaborate, innovate, and stand together as true human beings and not miss the human touch. Thank you. 
and today it's a huge honor for me to introduce our esteemed guest miss harsha ramaya a high a highly uh, you know um, esteemed veteran uh, edupreneur you can say i've always admired and appreciated her for the purpose and passion she carries and she carries it with her grace and determination to create a positive movement in the preschool section the early years education in india ms harsha is from bhavnagar gujarat india and our topic of discussion today will be about business with a human face in a creative society she's a founder and director small wonders eca national core committee member president bhavnagar preschool association that's tai founder h2 edu associates founder parent station parent coach at first cry from a very early years she says that you know as a child harsha has grown up with a dream of becoming only a teacher every step taken by her was to ensure that she achieves her goals and her dream goals as she says as she began her, her inspirational journey in 1992 since then there has been no turning back it was just following the path to achieve her dreams deep diving into the world of small wonders which she laid the foundation 30 years ago which has reached for the stars today parenting is a favorite subject and she strongly believes there's no such thing as a perfect parent only discussions with each other helps everyone so not only face to face she seeks every opportunity on social media platforms to reach out to parents and today here she's reaching out to almost more than 180 countries thank you and welcome ms harsha on alatra tv broadcast today i'm very thrilled and delighted to host you thank you and welcome thank you so much kusum for such a warm welcome in fact i'm honored to be a part of this session thank you so much for such a such a warm welcome thank you tatiana thank you kusum and thank you team creative society thank you for joining us today it's really a great honor to have you at our broadcast and i'm sure we are going to have a great discussion about the creative society and uh, your founder of uh, the organization which is called small wonders and it's already a great name uh, <laughs> just from the beginning yeah so and uh, moral we read that the mission of your organization is to create home away from home so can you elaborate on that and uh, tell us about a little bit more what does it mean uh, what is the idea of home away from home Absolutely Tatiana thank you so much for touching this core part you know of the mission so when we were deciding on you know how to write the mission and vision of what we are doing actually so this was that time when in my city bhavnagar preschools actually existed in a very less number so uh, this is that kind of a time wherein parents felt ki 2 years why why we have to send a child of 2 years to school it's after almost 5 or 6 years that the child will go to school so that was the biggest obstacle i would say that came our way so when we sat down and we were writing our mission and vision uh, i thought this word home away from home because actually we wanted to create a home for children we never wanted a school atmosphere we always wanted children to feel that they are leaving one home temporarily and coming to another home temporarily 
wherein they will find the atmosphere to be very relevant to what they are living second the staff would be as comfortable as the members of the family so when we call our teachers we never you know call them as teachers they always called as didis so you know when the children come they feel that they are my elder sisters so that is how the entire idea of creating this statement home away for from home came into existence and believe me tatiana even today when my children have grown up and now they their children are coming to me uh, the statement remains the same and when they come and they take admission they say this is home away from home so uh, i think uh, thank you so much to all my parents also who believed in us and we could carry this legacy to this extent Yeah, that's really wonderful that uh, our children feel at home uh, even in the in the educational institution let's say so yeah and uh, they are not afraid or do not have any bad feelings about a process of education because it's a process of learning the world right and it's so important to have this very creative positive atmosphere where a child really wants to continue studying to develop their knowledge and so on it's just really wonderful um i i think uh, children who attend your school are very happy children <laughs> with a happy childhood <laughs> yes yes it's brilliant you know what a concept um, a home away from home uh, so a loving and nurturing environment with an exceptional education program that uh, small wonders is where every child actually every child deserves a safe happy and enriching childhood as we say even in a creative society you know holistic child development enriched classrooms equipped and empowered by teachers and parents as well as a human brain is a chaotic jungle of neurons it's getting hard you know wired together every day so early experiences you know in the preschool years have an enormous influence on children's sponge like brains by providing everyday activities that arouse the child's curiosity and we are helping to create neural pathways in preschool education that's what harsha does exposing them to a variety of stimuli so let us you know start with love care compassion and humanity uh, so ms harsha can you speak of the ece program you know launched uh, that you're driving it online with hundreds of volunteers just a little bit what you can touch upon ece because that's that's such an amazing amazing uh, you know project and program that you're driving thank you perfect thank you kusum for this question uh, dr swati popat was actually had this idea in her mind because in this pandemic everybody was locked in the houses you know and when these little children were locked without any education that was all the more um, troublesome for everybody you know because these children are such children which need continuous nurturing continuous guidance so dr swati popatwat she came up with an idea that schools private sectors have started with online studies but the anganwadi sector of our country the children who go to anganwadis and the balwadis really don't have anything to study because everything is shut down so let's start a program which goes virtual which goes online which goes on a small device that they have in their houses so this is the way we started to drive this idea into a project and believe me kusum uh, even you joined hands with us and many others also uh, as soon as we put up the idea in the group volunteers came up to us and started saying 
that I'll volunteer for this language. We did sessions for eight plus languages because as you all know, India has a culture of varied languages. So we had eight plus languages in which we delivered sessions for preschoolers, which were given to the children and they benefited out of it. So it is a wonderful initiative by ECA and I'm very happy that I was a part and I, I am still a part of that uh, initiative. Kusum, thank you so much. Wonderful, wonderful. So this takes me, um, uh, you know, to, uh, uh, to take the deliberations forward. Uh, so how do you envision the creative society, you know, uh, actually you've already spoken about it, you know, a society where every person lives comfortably, feels secure, where everything is directed towards improving the quality of human and where we all feel that humanity is one big family. So how do you envision that creative society, Harsha? Uh, Sukusum, when it comes to envisioning something, you know, where, you're in, where you are into a profession, we are where you are nurturing young minds to become the future of India. Definitely, you have some vision as a leader in your mind. So creative society, I think I envision it as a society wherein people have understanding, acceptance and allowance. So here today in this scenario, in pandemic, I'm sure everybody has got that point that saturation point when we felt, oh God, a bus is Sizada, we can't take it, you know. So society should be such wherein we have shoulders on which we can rely on, we can count on, because I think that matters the most. It's just joining hands with each other, I think will make this world a better place to live in because we struggle for support. It's not always the physical support at times or most of the times it's the emotional support. So I envision a society wherein we nurture those kind of young minds who are able to understand <clears throat> other minds physically, emotionally, in every way. That is my vision of a creative society, Kusum. Wow, fantastic. Thank you so much. So, uh, you know, a creative society is a unique format uh, in which every human in our uh, cases, you know, in schools where every teacher is happy to, you know, making every child school ready. No one is hungry or homeless and every single person helps each other. And it is the right of every child to receive correct and quality education. So Harsha, uh, being an you know, entrepreneur, you give you know, so much attention to quality in education. So can you please share how you combine everything? So how do you see development of all of these fears you know, in a creative society? Uh, Sukusum, when uh, this term comes to me as being an entrepreneur, I always love the word edupreneur, you know, because uh, this is that kind of a profession wherein giving is on the higher side than receiving. So I, I'll, I'll put it in a very economic format that uh, if you choose to become a teacher or if you choose to lead an educational organization, uh, you have to be on a giving end that has to be on the higher scale. Receiving end of economy or of finance has to be on a lesser side. Because if you choose this profession, it's all about paying back or giving back to the society. 
of course funds are needed i will not uh, disagree to that point but this is not that kind of a business wherein it's profit or loss because here we have young citizens with us so it's all the more responsible we have to be very responsible in what we are giving and the approach of giving the best keeping the quality in mind if at all you don't get those numbers if at all i if i long for say 100 children in my play school and if i'm not ready and not equipped for those 100 children i would rather take 80 i will let go those 20 admissions that has been my say for, since the time i started my preschool so for us numbers does not matter but yes quality is one thing that we never compromise in so i think anybody who deals in education has to let go that part of having profit for me if i say profit is what my children gain out of what i give to them or what my center gives to them so that is the profit if a smiling face if a smiling compliment if a parent testimonial is positive i think i take it as uh, a gain as a profit of my institute i think that is what is my basic statement about uh, entrepreneurship Great! What a beautiful word, and you, and you, Prenner, and uh, so I, I knew you're going to going to come up with this because I I'm also very very fond of the word entrepreneur, and it's more about giving, you know, more than receiving. And true, the role of education, specifically in the foundation year, is very very sig significant in the development of human capital formation. Right, so that is critical. An educated society facilitates better development program. it contributes towards the growth of the people and the development of the society and mindsets as a whole so we need an education system that promotes human values you know the kind of quality that you bring to your your schools the it has to promote human values morals upbringing love and respect and we need an education system uh, you know that increases a society's cultural richness too thank you so much uh, harsha it was such a beautiful answer over to you tatiana yeah yeah absolutely right i completely agree uh, with ms kusum about uh, what, what you mentioned uh, that we, we all need uh, all these best qualities and both uh, grown ups and children in particular but who else but we can teach them uh, because children mostly teach not only some kind of academic knowledge but uh, subconsciously from our behavior from our attitude to towards each other and so on that is why it's so important to be so careful about how we behave towards children and uh, to each other grown ups i mean thank you very much uh, and um, speaking about the creative society uh, we cannot but mention uh, the eight foundations of the creative society which are the results of very many uh, social polls and surveys which have been conducting all around the globe by our uh, participants and uh, before we discuss them and talk a little bit precisely about them let's watch a short video how they were formed This Creative Society project was born by the initiative of the people themselves. After we carried out many social surveys, interviews, conferences, and well, we talked to many people really all over the world.
these eight foundations of the Creative Society is the result of the desire, the demand of the people themselves, because they talk about it. They tell us how they want to live, where, in what world, in what kind of society they want to live, what values are the most important for them. And after analyzing everything, we understand that, yes, there are these eight foundations that now we can share with everybody. It is a complex of values of each person in this world. Yeah, so uh, these eight foundations are uh, the results and wishes of all people who we spoke, who we have spoken to. And uh, for our viewers, if you have not read this article yet, you can do it if you visit our website, alatreunice.com. And Ms. Hasha, as we know, uh, she has already read these eight foundations, right? And uh, we would like to ask you to comment on them, uh, maybe uh, to all of them or some in particular. And also, how will uh, the society benefit if all these uh, eight foundations are really implement, implemented in our society. Pro, uh, the, and, uh, could you please answer this question from your professional perspective and also personal understanding? Perfect. So thank you, Tatiana. So when I was given these eight foundations, I very well read them and tried to understand and analyze, you know. So I came to a conclusion that basically when we talk about human, I am very good at making acronyms of everything. So I tried a bit to, you know, make an acronym of human. And when I cracked that acronym, it said these eight foundations, which the creative society has narrowed down, I felt them to be the pillar of anything that you want to do at professional level or at a personal level. So let me just share this acronym that I have made of the word human. H-U-M-A-N. So H is all about help. U is all about unite. M, mindset change and manifestation of ideas. A, acceptance and allowance. N, newness and no negativity. So that is what makes the entire human. So if you want all this as a quality of being a good human being. I will not say an excellent human being, but a good human being. In the foundation, I felt these eight foundations play a vital role. Now, deep dive when I studied them, the first thing that came uh, to me in my mind and which touched me the most was transparency and openness of information for all. Because anything that you do on a professional level or you're doing anything on a personal level, transparency is the key to everything. If you have set that right, I think the picture is already perfect. Second thing that I felt which uh, touched me was development of personality. Because unless you work on developing yourself, you will not be able to develop anybody around you. So these two, I think I found the strongest according to my uh, perception. But if you want to be a good human being, eight pillars of creative society, the eight foundations have to be in place in perfect proportion. And then the society or the place that we are living or the planet that we are going to live in 
is going to be excellent. Yeah, I absolutely agree with you. This, uh, no, this world of, uh, I mean, the consumer format of the society is the world of hierarchy, right? And wh where, what is the ba basic uh, point of it? It's uh, because uh, education is not equal to all people, mm. right? Uh, we have like um, secrets from each other, let's say so. And those who know more, they are more successful in life. If we talk on this uh, level, yeah, about just knowledge even. So when you get a good education, I mean, uh, quite expensive one, you can have good perspectives in life. If not, then of course you will be left behind, so to say. So it's absolutely crucial point for the creative society. I mean, for the society of equal people, yeah, where everybody has the same opportunity, has equal opportunities. And, and then if you want, you can use them. If not, it's your choice, but at least you have this opportunity, right? And I absolutely agree with you that it, it is a very, very basic point. Absolutely, yes. And uh, so beautiful, uh, beautifully put, uh, Harsha, as she says that she is, um, you know, she loves making acronyms uh, and human acronym. Fantastic. Thank you so much. At the end of the broadcast, we'll ask her to uh, do Tatiana and Kusum as well. Okay. <laughs> 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 so, right. So when we are talking, Harsha, about any business or, you know, any, uh, you know, enterprise, first of all, it's all about the people, you know, who mm. work there, who are with us. So in a creative society, everything is directed towards improving, improving the quality of human life. How important is the human touch in any business or enterprise and what benefits does it bring? So Kusum here, I think human touch, not for business, but for everything, it matters a lot. And when we uh, are working, particularly in the early childhood sector, I think we understand the importance of touch all the more. Because uh, when a child is crying, it's just giving a hug or a simple holding hand will make all the difference. And believe me, Kusum, when I connect this with business or with my staff, or even ahead of that, I think that matters a lot. Because touch, it could be physical touch, it could be emotional touch, it could be a professional touch. But I believe any type of touch for the growth of your organization or you as a whole is very important. So here I will not uh, say, ki, uh, I'm not getting the correct word, Kusum, but what I'm trying to say is that um, anything, if you want to achieve or you want to grow I think a personal touch in any kind if it could be uh, a, a telephonic touch with your staff members if it could be a regular meetings with your staff members I think these are different type of touches you know it's not that you're just holding hand with your staff or it's not just a physical touch but sometimes a, a look with your eye when the I love showers from your eyes, even that is touch. At this moment, when I'm sitting here and I'm talking to you or to Tatiana, there is some reflection that is coming back in terms of smiles also. So I think touch is a therapy. That is what I call in my terms. When I talk to my teachers or when I am I, talking to anybody, touch is a therapy that works long and has a longer effect. It could be a physical touch. It could be a distant touch but it matters a lot. Absolutely. It's all about emotions and creating memories and moments as we are creating yes. now. So 
I'm aware that you create everything around human touch, you know, in your workspace. So from everyday work to celebrations as well. Um, I still have memories of, you know, the Navratri celebrations that you had with your teachers after we had that big ECA conference with your children and parents and such beautiful celebrations. Um, and it's so marvelous, you know, you being here. Thank you so much. So the human touch and emotions um, um, that, you know, they actually form a basis of our memories, mm. as I just said. And if we are able to touch an emotional cord, we will be able to find a place, you know, in people's memories, like how you're creating memories with us today. So the objective of this human touch is to add emotion to anything that we do. Absolutely. You know, like how animated as preschool uh, people we are in adding emotion can have numerous positive effects for any creative business enterprise as well, right? It uh, automatically improves our uh, financial results, uh, public perception of who we are and the kind of school that we have, our staff commitment and also the parents' dependability. So as human beings, we all want to live in a peaceful society. And today we have a real opportunity to achieve it. You know, however, it all depends upon us and how we can build it. So if all people, you know, in this world, they know about this, we can build a beautiful, creative society. Absolutely. Thank you. And over to you, Tatiana. Yeah, thank you. Yes, uh, absolutely right. We have this great chance now to build uh, the creative society and we'll do our best to do it. But we should, it's possible only if we are united. Uh, and that is why it's very important to talk to each person and that is why now we are on this informational stage where we talk to people and uh, ask to spread this information among their acquaintances and friends so that they can also uh, know about it at least. Yeah, so and speaking about information, uh, nowadays information is everywhere, right? And it's not only mass media that we can get information from, but from different social nets and uh, other kinds of nets, so to say. Yeah? So, and the question is, uh, what is the role of every person as a consumer and a producer of information which surrounds us? Are we responsible for the information that we give and take to? So Tatiana, uh, indeed a very nice question. So either you are a consumer or you are a producer. I think responsibility is the tagline which will definitely tie both of them. But I will say uh, it lies on the producer's shoulder a bit more because you are on the giving end. The receiver is not aware of what you are going to give. So when you are a producer and you are going to give something, uh, on any media, it could be social media, anything. I think the content that you are delivering has to be very, very, very important. The Anything that you're going to share has to be content rich. Plus, I think the second uh, segment that I would focus on is the kind of audience that we are going to cater. So if we are not going to deliver to the audience correctly, it will not be received well. So uh, from the producer's perspective, if I am on the other side giving something, these two stands have to be perfect. If I'm a consumer today, everything on media is available and majority of things are available free. So when I'm scrolling my media and I'm just 
pausing at some point of time it could be something that will enrich me it would be something that will hit my mind on a wrong segment so i have to be very alert on that part that what am i scrolling what am i pausing at and what am i giving my mind my eyes and my thoughts to because whatever you are reading whatever you are seeing is eventually getting into your brains and eventually getting into your workplace as well so as a consumer you have to be very alert when everything is open so you have to be very selective in what you pick and choose so your responsibility lies that if i have time to scroll down my mass media or social media what am i going to scroll down it's the investment of my time or it's just that time i am killing out so as a consumer these two things are very important as a delivery or as a producer it's very 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 important that what content i'm going to float because there are people if i'm going to connect at least with 100 not even 100 let me tell if 10 also are going to connect of what i am going to say i am going to be responsible to those 10 minds and then to those 10 actions multiplied with hundreds and then thousands so responsibility factor is going to be at the utmost in all these factors but as i said for consumer it is going to be different for producers it is going to be different thank you Yeah, and I also wanted to add. I, I completely agree with with your opinion, Miss Harsha. Yes, and I just wanted to add this uh, uh, concept as supply and demand. Yeah, so if we uh, we can also control this uh, supply of information which we are given, right? Uh, in the way that if we just not consume it and this is not interesting, we do not put our attention into it. Uh, producers of this content will just have have to stop uh, making this uh, content anyway. Yeah, because nobody is interested in it. So absolutely. In this, in this case, this um, responsibility of uh, each human is also. I mean, each human is a consumer of information. Is also level up, so, so to say. Yeah. And in this context, I have the next question to you. It's about um, the role of each person. That nowadays it is underestimated, and in the minds of many people, uh, we have this uh, idea that what what can I do? Yeah. what i myself alone can do and so on and, and many people think like this and um, how can we change change it what conditions should be uh, created so so that each person can understand the value and responsibility of himself like for for the for the society for uh, in the society so tatiana i again go back to the young uh, citizens you know whom we are nurturing in our classrooms so this is the trust level that you build with yourself you know so at the age of 20 if i am asked about confidence it will not happen in a day you know so when i have to have faith in myself it's the young age the fundamental years the foundational years which are very important and most often neglected years because at that time we feel that children are very young to understand but believe me a 2 year old child also can sense a fight between a mom and a dad though the child will not have words to speak but his eyes his body language will definitely tell us that there is something wrong in the house so here i think everything boils down to the foundational years so if you want or if we all want a confident human being a person who can trust himself or herself that seeds have to be sown 
from the very early age here i think school will play the second role the first role will be played by the home environment because what happens you know tatiana children come to school for say 4 hours they stay home for 20 hours so though in in those 20 hours it's how they eat how the parents talk to the children how they are talking with themselves in a, in the house with their help house help also or with their drivers the support staff that they have at their home everything is an education sector for that little child because the way the father gives the car keys to the driver is the way the child learns how to be humble or how to be rude so i think your parents have to come in the picture to take that responsibility because a 20 year old child if you tell them you have to be humble it will not come that way it has to be from the very beginning so here as parents we have to take this responsibility if i want a child or a human being or an adult who's very very sensitive who's very very confident the seeds are right there between 0 to 8 years thank you superb superb thank you so much i think um, you know when you spoke about uh, even the the information um, you know you as a producer and the consumer so i think um, you know like tatiana very very rightly uh, said that you know it's it's our responsibility also uh, because this artificial intelligence that is um, you know coming in a big way now um, you know in this world in this in this digital era so we have to be so careful and whatever we feed in um, you know online or whatever we feed and what is our interest that's what is going to show us thank you so much and also about um you know it all starts at uh, at the foundational years and it's not a 20 year old we can we can expect that you know overnight he, he understands responsibilities and values thank you and so in a creative society every person needs to be aware you know of their importance and responsibility as a member to give and receive correct information so we need uh, we need you know if, even uh, for something like that we need an equal and free society mm. where there are no wars you know no conflicts no violence i would say no starving teachers because this is what has happened during this uh, pandemic uh, pandemic uh, you know as well we would always say there should be no starving artists but i think even if it's boiled down to having starving teachers uh, you know in in some of the countries and states and everyone gets to live comfortably providing us and our children full protection so parsha uh, uh, moving further is it necessary to change the format of our society you know to a creative one and why so kusum here again uh, i think i'll sound little philosophical but i think change is the medium that runs the entire planet so if we are not ready to accept that change change is here to be kusum so if we are not ready to change means what that we want to be in our comfort zone our life is now stagnant anything that has life kusum will change a bit every single moment so if we are not ready to accept change definitely nothing is going to because if we are expecting results the attitude has to change it has to be in a same sync 
if i am expecting something out of you and if my behavior is going to be the same the results are not going to change so change is the way the society or this planet is so definitely yes kusum the time we have evolved change has been there and even today it is there so i will definitely say yes change but for betterment now let's narrow down to betterment now for this betterment i think the eight foundations which the creative society i am really thankful that i have been on this talk show otherwise i would have never come to know about these foundations because you know kusum we keep on struggling that we want to understand life we want some balance and then we hit on two pillars and we say okay if these two are perfect life is sorted and you know everything is picture perfect but when i read these eight fundamentals or these foundations i felt yes i think this is the essence of everything that we are looking for in life if we try to put each in place to whatever proportion for me if human safety is at 80% okay for me if creative ideology is at 20% okay proportion may differ but for change i think yes definitely first we have to be open minded to accept to change then we can accept the change so these are two important things that i think as a human being we should look up to ready to be to accept to change than to accept the change and i think these eight foundations are going to help big time and kusum believe me i'm going to print them and i'm going to put it there on my softboard also tomorrow because i want everybody to understand that if you're struggling with something as a balance in the society not uh, in the society in your workplace also because we struggle everywhere kusum when it comes to people it's all about struggling and if we understand these eight foundations i think we don't have to go and read those big big books and you know we don't have to attend those big seminars to understand if we understand these eight foundations right and correctly wow that is so brilliant thank you so much is really brilliant uh, harsha and also talking about this eight foundations and you know uh, you, like how you went to it and that's how you got to know um, uh, you know these eight foundations exist and these are such simple uh, pains and of course the ratio or a, in the ratio like like for me it would be human life you know always so uh, so for each one of us uh, you know it differs in in degrees so that's why mm. we say six degrees of connection so but at the end of the day it's all up to us you know we humans we have the capacity to solve all the difficulties of the world so more so as teachers and schools through our humanitarian measures we can only achieve it you know if we are all united this unity is unique and you also had it in your acronym that you know it's unite you know it's unity unity is unique and vital for humanity and human touch again it's all about touch and feelings and emotions and that can happen only with love peace and compassion and it is all up to us thank you so much harsha tatiana over to you yeah thank you uh, miss harsha as you know we are testing the theory of six handshakes uh, in order to uh, speak to people in order to invite them to our uh, interviews so uh, would you like to in introduce somebody to our uh, talk show to our broadcast so that we can ask uh, opinion of uh, people who you know about the creative society 
Absolutely, Tatiana. I have two people on my list. So one is Nidali Makwana and second is Dr. Bhumi Gohil. These are two people. Definitely, I would love to hear them on this show and I would really nominate them. Thank you. Thank you. We'll connect with them. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, for, you for your understandings. It's uh, really great. And when you were saying about changes, um, changes are always scary for people, yeah? Uh, because they no, don't know what it will bring them. But, but uh, all changes for better, yeah, they can be accepted easily, I think, yeah? Mm -hmm. And maybe that is another purpose that we are having here, right? To uh, show, to tell people that these changes, I mean, change of the format to the creative one, uh, is really the change that all people always wanted and they were struggling for it. But we don't need to struggle anymore. We just have to uh, make a decision and accept these changes uh, because we always say that it's something that should happen very peacefully, just uh, uh, like this, as a fact. Because we are tired of living in this consumer format of the society where we have not only like consumer format of our economy, but consumer fo format of the relationships between people, right? So that is why uh, when we talk about it and say that yeah, about these changes in a positive manner, that they are only positive changes, then I think it will be very uh, easier for people to accept them. Uh, thank you so much. And Ms. Harsha, maybe you would like to wish something to our viewers. Definitely. So thank you so much, Tatiana. Thank you, Kusum, first of all, uh, and Creative Society. Really, uh, this talk show has been one of the best talk shows that I attended. You know why? Because it touched the core of my heart, you know, because these are the eight, I think, foundations which I was also looking for. Because when I also think about myself, I look out for answers in books uh, by motivational speakers. But when I read them and I started understanding, I felt this is the core of everything in life. So first of all, let me thank you for this. And my message uh, to everybody is that I really love what Gandhiji has quoted. If not now, when? If not you, who? I think the entire essence, because we always, you know, uh, try uh, to put everything on somebody else's shoulder. Who will do this? Nobody is doing this. When will this time come? I think there is no correct time. There is no correct person. It's only you who can do it. And it's now if you want to do it. So that is my message. And thank you so much once again. Just wonderful. Wonderful. <laughs> so it, it is you. It is us. It's all of us here together. Yes. So, so thank yeah, you thank so much. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, Tatiana. Yes. Yeah, I would like just to tell to our viewers, if they're not uh, part of our Creative Society team, then you can easily do it and join our Creative Society project. Uh, and uh, you can easily do it on our website, alatraunites.com. You can press this red button, join us, choose the language that you speak and choose the way how you can participate in this project, either just to support or be an active participant of this project. Uh, and it would be really wonderful if we uh, see you and meet you in our uh, project uh, because we, we really need all, each, each person in the world and each person is valuable that's what we also want to uh, message <laughs> let's say so to our viewers 
Yeah, thank yeah. you very much, Ms. Karsha, for your understanding. It's really so so wonderful to have to have you at our broadcast, and the, uh, your ideas are very deep and very close to my heart too. Thank you, Ms. Kusum, for this wonderful broadcasting. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank so you. Thank so you much. so much. Thank you so much. So let's <clears throat> actually build a creative society that nurtures, that develops foundation years in children with care. And I take this opportunity because Harsha is here and so we can talk about, you know, early years. So we are, uh, we being active participants, you know, in a lifelong creative journey of learning for children. And as individuals, when we recognize the importance and significance of learning first in the early years, that is when we'll sow the seeds of a creative society. Right, and both of us being from ECA and APER, this is a huge opportunity for us because as research and neuroscience proves that 90% of the brain growth happens in the early years, that's from zero to five years at birth. You know, the average baby's brain is just about a quarter of the size of the average adult brain. Incredibly, it doubles in size in the first year and it keeps on growing to about 80% of the adult size by age three and 90% nearly full grown by age five. Thus, the first five years of a child's life are fundamentally important. And this is the foundation years that shapes this, uh, children's future, health, happiness, growth, development and learning achievement at school. And also in our families, our community and life in general. So the change will happen with all of us. So we share such a beautiful world. May we always find platforms like creative society and conversations around humanity surrounding us. Thank you so much. And this is Namaste from India. Thank you, Harsha. Thank, Thank you, Tatiana. Thank you, all the viewers. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you. Unprecedented event of present history. Initiative that comes from people around the world. Main project of humanity. People stopped being silent about urgent issues of our society. How it all started. May 2019, International Online Conference, Society, The Last Chance. 140 countries of the world, hundreds of thousands of people online. Hundreds of broadcast platforms translated into seven languages simultaneously. If we all want to live in peace, why do we have a world of violence and destruction? It is up to us to build a different world. How can we do it? December 2020, Creative Society, United We Can, 180 countries of the world, Millions of people online, thousands of streaming platforms, 35 languages simultaneously translated. People have voiced today's reality and what they truly desire. And it is the creative society. All cultures have an image of the ideal world people want to live in. A world that prophets talked about. The time has come when we can make it real. How will we use this chance? Let's meet March 20, 2021, 3 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time. International online event of global scale. Creative Society, 
what the prophets dreamed of. This is the day the world will unite to find out the truth, join the entire humanity, and spread the message.